Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Always good to be with you on the radio show that welcomes questions. And here's a question that was sent to me. Bob, I have a friend who insists that all religions are equally legitimate. He feels it's wrong for Christians to claim that belief in Jesus is the only means of salvation. He points to other great religious founders, such as Mohammed, and ancient religions like Hinduism. What makes these religions wrong and Christianity right? Why can't they all be true? Okay, this is a very popular idea. Actually, I get this question all the time. This one was nothing unique. Yes, it's quite fashionable to insist that all religions are more or less teaching the same thing, and people can find their way to the same God, regardless of which path they choose to follow. Not only is this a common idea, but it also comes across as kind, conciliatory, even profound. A wisdom that looks beneath quarrel and creed to find a few common principles of morality. Unfortunately, sounding wise and being factual are not always the same thing. This seemingly perceptive idea is a false one. As a matter of fact, the person repeating the talking point does not actually believe what is coming out of his or her mouth. You may be interested to know that when people claim all religions are right, what they are really saying is that all religions are wrong. Naturally, they are unaware of this subtle subconscious affirmation, but the logical conclusion to their position can be tactfully pointed out. Here's the problem. Christians did not invent the idea of Jesus being the only way to God. These words came from Jesus himself. John 14, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Notice he was not saying I am a way, but rather I am the way. The apostle Peter taught the exact same thing based upon a special authority Jesus bestowed upon all of his disciples. Acts 4.12, And salvation is found in no one else, for no other name under heaven has been given to mankind by which we can be saved. Also, you should know, Christianity is not the only religion to talk about a single route to God. Almost every major world religion makes that claim. Islam makes identical claims, only in the case of Islam, access to God's blessing is found in their so-called prophet, apostle, Muhammad. Let me read to you a couple of selections from the Quran. Muhammad is God's apostle. Those who follow him are ruthless to unbelievers, but merciful to one another. I know the ruthless part raises concern, but we won't even go there today. The point is, they're talking about Muhammad as the apostle of God, and then in another place in the Quran, it says this, he that disobeys the apostle after our guide has been revealed to him and follows a path other than the faithful, shall be given what he has chosen. We will consign him to hell. A dismal end. Understand that? Is that clear? If you do not accept Muhammad as the apostle prophet of God, you are going to hell. Neither Jesus 
nor Muhammad portrayed themselves as alternative paths. Both claimed to be the only way to God, yet their concepts of God and their paths to heaven have absolutely nothing in common. Meanwhile, there are many other major world religions which profess an enlightened truth from above. Let's look at just one more for the point of this discussion, Hinduism. Hindus use the word God, but their concept of deity with the title Brahman is pantheistic. In other words, Brahman and the universe are one and the same. God is not a creator who brought life into being and who holds us accountable. Instead, God is merely another word for existence. The Christian and the Hindu could not possibly have a more opposite view of God. Christians say God made the tree. Hindus say God is the tree. Back now to the conversation you are having with your skeptical friends. After you point out these contradictory teachings about God, they will probably tell you it doesn't matter. Who cares if religions contradict? They'll say with an emphatic smile. The important thing is that those teachings bring happiness to a person's life and make the world a better place. Okay, here's my question, ladies and gentlemen. Why is religion the only subject where contradictions don't matter? Would we grant that same latitude with any other discussion? If a student answers a history test in ways that contradict the textbook or the lecture, he fails the test. If a husband tells his wife he was working late and then shows up on somebody's cell phone video walking on the beach with another woman during the time in question, there will be hell to pay. If a politician says something contradictory, we jump all over it. The news media is abuzz with speech one and speech two, campaign promise, and then the explanation of a new evolved position as they try to weasel out of what they said before. Not so with religion. With religion, nobody cares. While discussing religion, nobody seems to care about contradictory facts. And there's a reason for this. The underlying assumption going into such dialogues is that religion doesn't really have anything to do with truth anyway. It's only a man-made belief system created to give us a more comforting approach to life. Religion, in most people's minds, is nothing more than a fantasy. Telling someone to choose Christianity over Hinduism or Islam is like arguing over the novels of C.S. Lewis as opposed to the stories of the Brothers Grimm. They're both fantasies. So what difference does it make? Just pick the one you like. Now that would make a lot of sense if religions actually were mere fantasies. If they are only fantasies, of course, it doesn't matter which one you follow. You see, sometimes given a certain assumption, a natural conclusion will follow only one problem. People are failing to challenge the assumption in the first place. Jesus did not claim to be teaching fantasy or a personal belief to get us through the rough spots of life. Neither did Muhammad. Neither do any other popular religious figures. They claim revelation and enlightenment from above, and yet this this revelation contradicts the revelation offered by others. How could the one true God be revealing himself in so many contradictory ways unless he himself was somewhat fickle? Aristotle the philosopher taught an obvious but basic truth, foundational to any philosophy class. It's called the law of non-contradiction. The law of non-contradiction states if two truth claims contradict, they cannot both be true. Both may possibly be false, but only one of them 
can be true. Pointing out the need for consistency does not in and of itself prove that the claims of Jesus are the accurate ones. For this, we must study history, archaeology, fulfilled prophecy, a lot of other stuff. In doing so, we discover that Jesus' resurrection is a fact of history and that the Bible truly is the Word of God. This same Bible teaches that we can meet and encounter God for ourselves through His Spirit. Such a personal metaphysical experience is the final cement to our conclusion. It is not a blind faith. 1 John 4, this is how we know we live in Him and He in us. He has given us His Spirit. Anyway, how much studying, praying, and seeking a person is willing to do is their own business. My point for today is that in the meantime, even even prior to examining the claims of Jesus, it can be shown that all religions are not right. They cannot be if they contradict. And if that contradiction does not matter, it is only because people are assuming that religion need not have anything to do with actual facts. But it does, because that's what religions themselves claim. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious. Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.